And also those who are joining us um, via Facebook and YouTube, thank you for joining us sa ating online worship service. You know, we started this year with a theme, Revive, Revealed, Restore. This is our theme for 2021. We started discussing about revival, that we need God to work in our lives, in our midst, in our families, in our church. Because revival can only happen through God. It can never be manufactured by man. It's only God that can bring revival to a person's life, to a church. And we have studied it for a few months. Then in the middle of the year, we talk about rebuilding. We have discussed about rebuilding life, how God rebuilds our life in even our families, how the Lord brings restoration, rebuilding of homes. In the past few months, we've been discussing at, at the topic of restoration. When we were planning this theme last year, we believe that this theme was so relevant to all of us because the pandemic has impacted our lives. It affected our work, affected the way we walk with the Lord, it tested our faith, it tested our relationship with God and our relationship with one another. Do you agree with that? It impacted our mind, impacted our emotion and spiritual being. You know, COVID-19 have disrupted many of our plans. Yet we know that God remains faithful and is doing something behind the scene. And the reason why we are still here now is November 14. Ang bilis na mga araw. Yung iba sa inyo, nag-blooming. Nag-blooming. Nasarapan ng pagkain. Yung isang sister, sorry, na sideway tuloy ako. Isang sister, nakita niyo isang sister, tinapik yung isang sister sa bus stop. Sabi ng isang sister, hindi kita kilala. Kasi nakamaskara. Probably nag-gain weight yung taong yun, kaya hindi niya nakilala. So all throughout these months and weeks, the Lord has been faithful. And we thank God for that. Some of you have experienced revival. Some of you have experienced rebuilding of life and restoration. And we thank God for His work. Yet I also know that some of you are still waiting and still anticipating to experience that revival, restoration, and rebuilding in our life. But we should not lose hope. We should always remember that God works in ways we don't understand. His timing, His plans are different than ours. His ways is better than ours. Therefore, we should always trust His character. We should always trust His promises. And how can we trust? By simply obeying and faithfully obeying His Word. You know, moments we are struggling. There are times we don't see change happening in our own eyes. Paminsan sabi ko, kaala ko, rebuilding. but walang nangyayari? Do you ask that question? Nothing happening. But we know that we can trust Him. That He is working behind the scene. Even though we don't see it physically. We don't experience it emotionally. We know God is working. Like example. Like this seed. This seed was planted. Do you know how it grows? You don't know. It just started to grow. Like this diamond. Where did the diamond start? It's made of carbon. It's slowly being changed. Same time like this clay. It can be turned to a pot or a vessel. So let us be patient. As He works in our lives in situation. As He bring revival. As He bring restoration. And as He bring rebuilding in our lives, in our family, in our home. Therefore, I've entitled this sermon. Most of you know this text. I entitled this, Clay in His Hands. And I'll be reading from Jeremiah 18, verse 1 to 12. And may it be an encouragement to all of us and be reminded that God is our divine Father and we are 
is clay and God is changing us, transforming us and molding us. Let's all stand as we read and give and read the verses as we give reverence to his word. Let's read together. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will let you hear my words. So I went down to the potter's house, and there he was working at his wheel. And the vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hand, and he reworked it into another vessel, as it seemed good to the potter to do so. Then the word of the Lord came to me, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter has done, declares the Lord. Behold, like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. If any time I declare concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will pluck up and break down and destroy it, and, it, it, and if that nation concerning which I have spoken turns from its evil, I will relent of the disaster that I intended to do to it. And if any time I declare concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will build and plant it, and if it does evil in my sight, not listening to my voice, then I will relent of the good that I have intended to do to it. Now therefore says to the men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I am shaping disaster against you and devising a plan against you. Return everyone from his evil ways and amend your ways and your deeds. But they say, that is in vain. We will follow our own plans and will everyone act according to the stubbornness of his evil heart. Let us pray. Lord, I pray that you speak to us this afternoon. Give us stillness of heart. That we may hear your voice. O Holy Spirit, come and illuminate your word that we may understand it clearly. And I pray, Lord, that as we look to your word, our heart will be convicted, at the same time encouraged, that we know that you are working in our lives faithfully. Salamat po, Panginoon, for this day that we have. O Holy God, we desire to encounter you in a powerful way. So come and have your way in our hearts and mind today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You know, after the fall of the northern kingdom, if you've been studying the scripture or you join IBI, the Israel was divided into two. The northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. The northern kingdom fell to the Assyrian. The reason why they fell to the Assyrian is because of their idolatry and failing to return to God. That's the northern kingdom. Now, the southern kingdom were committing the same mistake. And normally, when you read the verses, they will refer to the southern kingdom as Israel. And the nation was in a downward spiral. They were experiencing moral decay and spiritual decline. Their spirituality is declining. And this is how the prophet in Jeremiah described what's happening into the people of Israel. And there's many more, but I just highlighted to them. In chapter 17, this is how um, they were described. It says there, Thus says the Lord, Curses a man who trusts in man and makes his flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. So ang attitude ng mga Israelites at the time is rather than trusting God, they they trust in men. Ngayon, in context, is this. Jeremiah was sent to remind them so that they can submit themselves to the Babylonian. May bagong army lalabas. Pero ayaw nilang makinig. Ayaw nila. Instead, they made alliances with other nations, like Egypt. So what this is what's happening to them. And Jeremiah 19, verse 4, is another explanation of the condition that they have. Because the people have forsaken me and profaned this place by making offering in it to other gods. So ang ginagawa they have they worship other gods, idolatry. So they were committing the same mistake as the Northern Kingdom. They were committing the mistake. They were going away from God. 
they were turning away from God. But out of God's mercy and grace, God raised numbers of prophets, and one of them is Jeremiah. And Jeremiah was instructed to warn, to remind, and to call the nation back to God, to return and to repent to the Lord. Now, if you read the book of Jeremiah, parang ang hirap, kasi parang para siyang prophet of doom. Si parang punishment, punishment. Have you read book of Jeremiah? Parang punishment dito, punishment doon. But in reality, it's just a warning that God is telling them. He's, I, I, some said he's a prophet of doom, but if you look closely, he's a prophet of hope. He's a prophet of mercy. They were doing all these bad things and he came and telling them, pag tama na, tama na, wag nyo nang gawin. Wag na kayong pasaway. Pero ayaw makinig. So that's what's happening in this situation. His message is a message of mercy, of hope, of reconciliation, of restoration. As long they come back to the Lord, as they turn their hearts to God, God will restore them. Despite of Israel's unfaithfulness towards God, God remained faithful to His chosen people. God is unchanging and His love is everlasting. In Jeremiah 31.3, ito ang puso ng Panginoon. Sabi niya, the Lord appeared to him far away. I have loved you, He's telling the people. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I've continued my faithfulness to you. Kahit pasaway ka, kahit lumalayo ka, mamahalin kita and I will be faithful to you. That's how merciful our God is. Instead of rejecting them, God chose to work in them like a potter working in a clay. In the narrative that we have read, God used a common activity in ancient time. That time, patok na patok ang making pots. Kaya kung business mo that time, pot, mayaman ka. See, he's using it to explain the relationship he had towards his people. And the second thing, he was ex- using it to explain the action that he intend to do to bring his people back. So he's using this example, this analogy na Ito ang relationship ko sa inyo. the same time, ito ang gagawin ko so that you can come back. I will rework and mold you. See, he uses this imagery. Like that clay. Then he reform it and mold it to be that vessel and pot. You know, this idea has been repeated and used many times, not just in this, chap- this book, it's repeated in Old Testament in a number of verses in Isaiah. And it's also repeated in, in the New Testament to represent how God works in our lives. But let us consider this. How do you make a good pottery? Sino nagpa-pottery dito? Taas kamay. Wala. Sige, Google nyo mamaya. Tanong. How do you make a good pottery? Hindi yung any, anyhow lang ha, pupunta ka sa baba tas gawa-gawa ka lang. How do you make a good pottery? There's two critical element. The quality of the clay and the mastery of the potter. Again, the quality of the clay and the mastery of the potter. Now let me show you a, a graph, a table here. You see, an experienced potter Having a bad clay, clay, what will happen? It will not work. Inexperienced na nga yung potter, pero yung clay, ma- hindi maganda, surely hindi, walang lalabasan yan. Now, if you're an experienced potter and you still have a bad clay, what happened? Wala pa rin. Madaling masira, mabubutas yan. Now, if you have an experienced potter, but you have a good clay, possible, pero alam natin, the result will not be good. But if you have a good clay, an experienced potter, sabi dyan, good. You create a good pot. This is crucial because even a potter well experienced, if the clay is not in the right condition, 
he will not make a proper vessel. Because a bad clay will not follow. Hindi susunod sa pagpo-form. At the end of the day, yung bad clay yan, it will just be deformed and it will be damaged. You know what make a good clay good? It's because one, the potter would work and spin. YouTube nyo, wala kang nandikong video. One is, pag minumold yan, sumusunod. Pag ginanon mo, gaganyan. Pag ginanon mo, gaganyan. Susunod. But if it's a bad clay, hindi susunod. Pasaway na clay. Kaya codename natin yan, hashtag, pasaway na clay. Kung meron kayong care group leader o care group mem- member, hashtag, pasaway kang clay. Say a clay, let's just look at the character of a condition of a bad clay. A bad clay is just formless, is purposeless. Wala naman siya eh, mad lang yan eh. Lupa. Hashtag lupa ka lang. And then, a bad clay have many particles inside. Imperfect. Maraming impurities. Masyadong maraming tubig. May mga air bubbles. Kaya hindi magawa. Kaya kailangan. And sometimes, this bad clay, as I mentioned, is stubborn and defiant. And it need to be processed. And this clay represents the condition of man. When God created us from dust, He breathed life to us. But when sin came into the picture, it distorted everything. We become resistant in following God. We are stubborn in following His direction in the molding of the divine Father. Now, let's look at this text. Despite of God keep calling them to bumalik ka na anak, bumalik na. Anong respond nila? Eto, basahin natin. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I'm shaping disaster against you. Warning, devising a plans against you. Return. What's the word there? Return. Everyone from his, his evil away. And amend your ways and your deeds. Anong sagot nila? But they say, this is in vain. We will follow our own plans and will everyone act according to the stubbornness of, this, of his evil heart. Sinabi ng Diyos, bumalik. Anong sabi nila? We will follow our own plans. Now, tanong ako sa inyo. Like pastor, I miss pastor. Sige, tapatan tayo. He likes to use that. How many times we behave and act like this? We know the truth. The Holy Spirit convicting us. But ang respond natin, we will follow our own plans. How many times God corrected us? Yet ang respond natin, we will follow my own plans. How many times have we hardened our heart trying to hide ourselves in intellectualism? I not say that you should not be intellectual. We hide ourselves from so many things that we, and even emotionalism, and even, and even our past spiritual growth, dati ganyan ako. But what God is simply calling us is to follow. To follow Him and not to do our own plans. How many times do we respond like this? You know, in Isaiah 29, 16. Let me see. He says there, and sabi ni dito, and let me read Isaiah 29, 16. And respond ng mga tao, He did not make me. He has no understanding. Ganyan na respond. You see, these verses, Explain, this clay explain the condition, the real condition of man. That we are naturally defiant and stubborn like the clay. And this lead, us, lead me to the first point. We are like stubborn clay. Kaya tingnan mo katabi mo. Stubborn ba yan? 
Kung as kasama mo, asawa mo, tingnan mo siya. Sino mas stubborn sa inyo? You know what, Paul Tripp, when we are journeying together with the elders and some of the leaders here, he said this, and it intrigued, intrigued me. Sabi dito, it is not safe to assume that a seminary graduate is spiritually okay. It is not, say, not safe to conclude that every gifted leader is where he needs to be in his relationship with Jesus. It is not necessarily true that a theologically insightful leader is spiritually mature. Ministry effectiveness is not to be confused with cleanliness of heart. Kahit tumayo ka dito, kahit paano ka galing, it doesn't mean automatic na malinis ang puso mo. Kahit anong position mo sa church, kahit anong ministry na you are holding, doesn't mean automatic that we can assume, ayan si Pastor Ruel, o kaya mag-preach, ang bait niyan. Hindi niyo lang alam. <laughs> and he also said this. This, I'm talking to the leader, but it applies to all of us. Doesn't mean you come to church every week. Kulang na lang ng suot mo, halo. I'm not saying you shouldn't come, but doesn't mean that you're so religious in this, automatic na clean ang puso mo. The Lord is still working in us. He said, he continued on. He said, He is the reality that we should sober every one of us. There is sin in every church. Kaya you can never find a perfect church. In any ministry leadership community, any ministry, any care group, because sin still resides in our hearts of every leaders or every members or any believers. So either we are denying our sin to ourselves or hiding it from others, or we are admitting it in the presence of ourselves and confessing it to, to God and to others. Now, I want to put some balance here. May nagtanong, akala ko safe na tayo. That God cleanses our sin. Yes, the work of the Lord is final. And when He died on the cross, He made you, He had justified you before God. Now you are accepted by God because of what Jesus has done to your life. That's justification. But there's another part of Christian life is sanctification where God is changing you. Binabago ka ng Panginoon. The changing you from inside. Transforming you. The process. Yesterday, machismosa ka? 100%? Ngayon, dahil circuit breaker o wala kang kamichismisan? Nasuppress ang pagchichismis mo? Kasi nga, dining is by two na lang, hindi na by five? Kayong dalawa na lang. Na-reduce ng 50%. No, there's a change. And sometimes it's not instant. God's changing us. When we realize that we are still being transformed by God, you know what happened? It humbles us. That all the more we come to the Lord and say, Lord, you are still changing me. It will keep our feet on the ground. Hindi tayo it will also it cause us to humble before God and to be humble with each other. Kahit yung isang sister na yun, pasaway, she's under construction. Katulad ka, pareho kayong ginagawa pa ng Panginoon. Tinatransform. Kaya wag ka ng perfect. Sabi ito, palaging sister na yun, mali palagi yan. God is changing us. Now let me ask you, what is your prayer lately? What have been your prayer? What has been the content of your prayer when you come to the Lord? Let me share some prayer of the psalmist they wrote. It says here, Psalms 51, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Psalms 26 verse 2, Prove me, O Lord, and try me, and test my heart and mind. In Psalms 139, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and my thoughts. If, if, see, if there's any grievous way in me, lead me 
in the way of everlasting. See, the psalmist wrote that not just to make our Bible look nice or nice to be read, but it's for us to also apply and pray. When was the last time you come to the Lord? Change my heart. Baguhin mo ko. When was the last time you come to the Lord and say, humbly pray, Lord, I need you to transform me from within. You know, last week I talked about servanthood. I shared about servanthood in last few days ago. I was a little bit frustrated. I was messaging uh, this person about ministry matter and I was frustrated. So I was messaging this person. Biglang riniplayan ko sa kasasar ko. Riniplayan ko, Aba, parang hindi nila nalimutan kung sino ang pastor. I wrote that to her. Mukhang nalimutan nila kung sino ang pastor. Huwag silang magpapastor siya pastor. Ako ang pastor dito. That's in what's happening in my heart. But I message ko, it seems that they have forgotten who is the pastor here. After messaging that, kapi-preach ko lang about servanthood, tapos ganyan ang attitude ng puso ko. I was sitting there because I, I love to work there. Malaking space, kulay pula. Malayo kay Tita Eva. I was sitting there and I was convicted in my heart. Ruel, nag-preach ka servanthood, but ganyan attitude mo? And then pagbalik mo sa bahay, Pagkakain, siyempre yung baby, maraming pagkain sa baba. Mga, hindi naman debris, mga, mga crumbs, mga rice. So, kinuha ni Ewoks, patulog na, mga evening time niyon. Kinuha ni Ewoks si baby Olivia, dadali niya sa, sa toilet, papaliguan na. Biglang tumurn around si Ewoks, sabi niya, Oy, palinis yung floor. I-apply mo na yung servanthood mong pinirich mo. Kaya <laughs> huwag ka mag-preach-preach anyhow. Pagod ka na nga, tapos baba na, oh, palinis yung flora. Apply mo yung pinirich mo, servanthood. You know, it's one thing to preach, it's one thing to know the truth, but it's another to live the truth. And then to live the truth, you need God's Spirit to work in you. You can never done by the flesh. God working in you. You know, I was meeting with a pastor. You know, there's so much thing God is revealing, even this COVID-19, revealing in our hearts, that God is changing. So then don't, don't waste this time. God is molding us. You know, I was having a pastor meeting with other church, AG churches, and I was group, and then I was speaking about five of us, and one of them from a mega church. So, nag-uusap kami, and tanong sa amin, what are the struggles your church is facing? So, nag-isip ako. Mahal po ang swab test. <laughs> Ayun ang tanong, sabi ko, mahal ang swab test, kasi isang ilog, nine dollars. Every time people serve, swap test. Every time people serve, it's mahal. So that's what's my concern, I told them. But yung concern ng isang pastor is ganito. What's your concern, pastor? I will not mention his name. He said, well, we've been trying to ask them, our members to return to church. Oh, they've not been returning. What's happened? Well, it's, we're asking them to return and si respond nila. Now, I'm not, I'm not, no, ah. I'm asking them to return and respond nila, it's not safe because of COVID. It's not safe. The pastor said, and then he said this. Then I opened up my Facebook. I realized, when nag-open na borders, nasa Germany sila, nasa Switzerland, nasa Korea, nagpipicture, walang mas. Sasabihin mo, ayaw mo pumunta sa church kasi hindi safe. 
Pero yung open ng borders, ay nandun ka na unang-una ka sa pila para lumabas sa Singapore, pumunta sa Germany, para pumunta sa, sa Korea, tapos wala ka pang mas. Ano content ng puso dyan? Anong priority mo dyan? It just reveal your priority before God. It shows that there's, there's an error in our heart that's not yet surrendered before the Lord and God wants to mold it. Sabi ko sa church, sabi ko in my heart, buti pa ang living word, wala kaming papuntang Germany. <laughs> oh, sabi ko buti, wala kaming papuntang Germany. Wala kaming perang papuntang Korea. Maghintay na lang ka tayo ng budget airlines. But again, it's the condition of heart. Don't make a lot of excuses. Yes, some of you can't make it here. I understand. Some are sick, not feeling well. This is right. But again, the Lord is speaking to our hearts. What is your priority? Are you putting God first? Or there's still impurities in your heart that you're not placing God first, but another thing. COVID-19 does... It is useful to expose certain areas in our life in certain areas of our spirituality. So remember this. Hashtag. Pasaway kang parang clay. This leads me to the second point. Despite of our condition, of our Our attitude, our defiance. God never gave up on us. He's all powerful, majestic, and holy, yet He was patient. He was merciful. He continued to remodel us, rework, and transform our lives. If you look at verse in verse 4, it says here, was Paul in the potter's hand and he reworked it. Now, I mentioned earlier, why was the, 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 the clay spoiled? Because yung clay ay hindi maayos ang quality. That's why it's damaged. But you know what? He says that I, he reworked it. We are like stubborn clay. Second point, yet God is at work in us and He transforms us continually into a vessel. In verse 4, we read there. We all know that the problem is not the potter. The problem is the clay. And let's see how the potter responded. Instead of throwing the clay, instead of getting another clay, he reworked on that clay that has been damaged. You know, I did a research on this. This rework means to return, to turn back. To reverse, to restore. And I was doing research, how do a, a potter prepare this clay once again? And alam mo ginagawa nila, they, they would wedge it and knead it. Parang dough. Ganito ang ginagawa nila. Pag ayaw mabuo ng potter, proper, he would take that, smash it again, transform it, so that it's more flexible, so that it remove any inconsistency, it remove air pockets, so that it can be used again. He rework it. Like this clay, there are times that God would allow us to go through situation in our life that it seems that we are being squeezed. Many times hardship and trials and pain and disappointment, sometimes waiting, Sometimes it's discomfort, sometimes lack, and sometimes suffering. Why? Because God is using that moment to change us and mold us. You know what Paul uh, James wrote? He says here, it's a different perspective now. He says here, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials in various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. See, the Lord would allow us to go through those moments that God would transform us in those fiery furnace of experience. 
I mentioned before when I was working in the past, I have a hard boss. I wanted to quit, yet God says, stay there in my prayer. Stay there. God is molding patience in me. See, transformation, it builds our character. Transform us to be more like Him. But what can we hold on this? Yes, the clay is imperfect, but the potter, the divine potter, is perfect. And in our text, He shows how merciful He is. He shows how just He is. He said that if tumalikod ka sa mga kasalanan, I will restore you. He is merciful. And at the same time, he is patient. I was studying how long do you make a, from a clay to, to a pot. Ang average daw is probably two weeks. Ganong katagal paggagawa ng isang clay to a pot. Two weeks, bibili na lang ako sa IKEA. He was patient. He was intentional. Kaya pag dumadaan ka sa hirap, Look at it in different perspective that the Lord is changing you and molding you. Preparing you for a greater purpose. You know what we can hope for is this. In Philippians 1.6 I'm sure of this. He who began a good work in us will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. First, we are like a stubborn clay, but we thank God that we are being continually be transformed by God to be His vessel. And let me lead to the last point. We are like a stubborn clay, yet God is in the work in us, and He transforms us continually into a vessel that will bring Him glory. It is clear that He used the clay. Sabi dun the scripture, it seems good. He worked it into another vessel as it seems good. In other translation, in ASB, it says here, it pleases the potter to make. In NIB, it's, it's shaping it as seems best to him. So, alam nang Diyos ano ang, itong clay na to, anong gagawin niya that pleases him. Alam ninyo, ito, pinag-aralan ko, sabi ko, paano, how impactful is this pottery? You know, when the pottery was made, is in the past, in ancient time, is for practical reason. It was made for practical reason. It's made for cooking. It is made for storage. It's made for serving. It's made for storing. And it's sometimes it's used to carry messages. Kaya pag natingnan mo yung mga pot in ancient time, may mga scribble sila doon, may mga design. It's not just for design. It's a message. Ngayon, iisipin natin, ano naman yung pastor, puro pat-pat-pat. Gusto mo bili kita? Ano pat, pat Alam niyo when the pot was invented, parang iPhone yan. Excited. Parang, wow! Ang galing naman ng pat na ito. Pwede lagyan ng tubig. Excited ang tao. Taatin ngayon, parang hindi tayo excited. But at those times, they were excited because a pot changes life. It changes community. It changes society. You know, it revolutionizes how people live. Sa atin parang normal, pero at that time, big business ang pot making. It's a major business because it changes life. It transforms life. And what pleases a potter more when this pot will do its function? Now, let's relate it to our lives today and to the Israelites. You see, God's intention to His people never change. He always has been one purpose, that His people will be a blessing to the people around them. That God, as God works in you, that you will be a blessing to the people around you. You can look it out through the history. When Daniel and his friends were taken out from Babylon, when they were in Babylon, what they do? God used them to be a blessing. In the New Testament, the early church, 
The early church is the one who cared for the poor. The early church is the one who cared for the sick, for the marginalized, for the widow. It changes. It, it does its purpose. And even in 4th century, do you know who started the orphanage? It's the church. It is the church. You study church history. It was the church who started the orphanage. You know, God, as God transforms us, God wants to use us for His glory. Katulad nito, when Paul wrote to Timothy, he says there, Now is a great house with not only vessels of gold and silver, but also wood and clay, some for honorable use and some for dishonorable. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a blessed vessel for honorable use. Therefore, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. See, Paul is telling them, Now, bago ka na. Binago ka ng Diyos. Make a decision. Surrender your life to Lord. Choose how you will live. Are you going to live for dishonorable or honorable? And even in Ephesians 2 verse 10, it says, For we are workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we notice this. God is working on that clay so that this clay can be used for His glory. But the problem is this. Maraming Christian is for display. Alam niyo yung display set? Marami ay display lang. Kaya tingin mo katabi mo. Smile nga dyan. Display lang. Pa-display. Pakita. Pa-effect. It's no use looking good. It's more valuable to God. Is your life fulfill His purpose? You know, I think what God wants to do when He brings revival, restoration, and rebuilding in life is not just for self so that we can be an instrument to others. People around us, people suffering, people who are in need of the Lord. And there are times when we face and we work and surrender our life that we struggle. But you know the encouragement of God is this. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, but we are these treasures in jars of clay to support show that the surpassing power belongs to God in us. Yes, as we serve, we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. Sometimes when we faithfully do the things that God calls us to do, we face challenges, but we know it's all about God working in us. Let me just show and a summary. We are like this clay. Lupa. Dahil mahal tayo ng Diyos, He work in each one of us so that we can be a useful vessel for His glory. We are like a stubborn clay that God is at work in us and He transforms us continually into a vessel that will bring Him glory. I pray that at this time, let's come and I said, Lord, I've been asking revival, restoration, rebuilding. But Lord, as I wait, I pray that You transform us. Remind us this, in this verse it says here, But now, O Lord, You are our Father, and we are the clay, and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hands.
Kaya mga kapatid, just turn to person beside you. Kapatid, lupa ka lang. Kaya reply mo naman doon sa katabi mo, alam ko, pero binabago tayo ng Panginoon for His glory. Amen? Let's pray. Lord, we humbly come to you knowing that you are faithful in our lives. Though we might not see change instantly, we might not see a lot of things that we anticipate to have. But we know at the moments of waiting, in the moments of struggling, we know, Lord, that you are forming us and changing us like that clay. I pray, O oh God, that you would give us a heart, each one of us, no matter how long we've been a Christian or what position we have in church, we will always have that humble position and will always come to you, Lord, change us, search in me, reveal to us areas in our life that we need to surrender so that we can just be transformed
Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay. And you are our Father. We are all the work of your hands. May we see you. May we grow in the knowledge of you as you transform us and change us each and brand new day. Salamat, Panginoon, that we can face this brand new week knowing that your Holy Spirit will empower us and your word will dwell in our hearts richly. Salamat, Panginoon. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. Thank you for those who have joined us in Facebook and in YouTube. Hopefully you can join us next Sunday. God bless everyone.